Hello, I'm Jan Tallinn. I'm one of the co-founders of Skype and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host. This is Paul Kemp. So I endeavor to go around and get some great people on this uh, show so that we can understand how to um, growth hack our apps, how to get the most success out of our apps uh, as we can. Uh, it's a highly relevant episode. I'm uh, conducting my own launch. I've been watching this company for a while and I'm thrilled to have on uh, Victor Ritchie. Victor Ritchie is the founder of TrendPy and we're going to learn about all the wonderful techniques he can use uh, to actually help us with downloads and getting attention, getting the word out there for our apps. So uh, Victor, welcome to the App Guide podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, let's just jump straight in then. So uh, I know that you came to my attention through a, a wonderful success story you had recently with uh, an app. I think it's called Twisty Arrow. And uh, you, you've done a number of different things. Uh, how, what uh, sort of stuff are you doing um, to help app developers uh, get attention and get downloads? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. We we definitely have a lot of different strategies that we implement, usually depending on the size of the app and their budget. You know, it doesn't make sense to advertise a small startup the same way we would advertise for a Fortune 500 company. Um, so, you know, when we're working with a small startup or even slightly larger startup, we, we try and focus as much on getting the CPI down as much as possible. So whether it's, you know, uh, an influencer marketing campaign or an ASO campaign first to make sure they're ranking properly and then running the campaign. Um, there's just a, a ton of variables that go into it. And we basically try and step back and formulate a plan of attack rather than just, you know, running with something that has worked in the past that might not necessarily work. So we try and treat each app individually and make sure we're formulating the correct strategy for that app at the, that particular time. It's a wonderful time to have a chat with you because I do feel that a lot of um, sort of small to medium-sized startups, maybe even indie app developers who listen to my show, uh, are now seriously considering uh, influencer marketing and and really putting a lot of effort into launches. And I would love to flesh out this idea of influencer marketing. What what does that mean to you? What is influencer marketing? Uh, influencer marketing to me is honestly one of the, the biggest potential avenues of marketing I see in the world right now. Um, there's just it's so direct to these you know these followers of the influencers that it doesn't even really make sense to use some of these other less personal methods of advertising. Um, you know, when you can get right in someone's phone amongst all their friends, if they're scrolling past all their friends' tweets and then see a tweet about your product in a positive light, I think that has so much more value than, you know, seeing a, a banner ad on, on Facebook or uh, a video before YouTube when people are just waiting to skip it. You know, this is something that's implemented in there with their friends or by someone that they respect as an influencer, that that just carries so much more weight when you know these people are seeing a tweet about an ad um, that you know Twitter puts out there that is sponsored at the bottom, people tend to tune that off because they know it's a big company uh, clearly paying to have this there, and it it just seems very foreign and very alien. But when an influencer can tweet passionately about a product 
and you know there's emotion behind it there's personal experience behind it there's credibility behind that that these conversion rates can really skyrocket because it's almost a sense of trust rather than you know when someone sees an ad and they say oh i i know they're just trying to make a dollar off me i know they don't actually care but sometimes with an influencer it's more personal. It's, I feel like this person is trying to do me a favor by letting me know about this app. And that's, that's the power of it. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. That's the one thing I've come to learn about uh, uh, what I do, you know, with all these interviews I've done, you're almost episode 500. I, I, trust is like such a huge uh, uh, thing to achieve in marketing. And so let's talk about influences then, because I, I, have real trouble trying to reach out to uh, you know someone with a million followers on Twitter, for example. You know they just don't reply. Uh, how have you got this network of influencers to help you uh, with the clients that you help promote? Uh, it all started uh, a couple years back when Vine was actually first released. I created a channel on Vine that ended up getting over 1.4 million followers, and I was an influencer myself. So just by being in the space, being an influencer with over a million followers, I started to meet other influencers and get to know them and get their contact information. Um, so, you know, speed up the timeline a little bit. I ended up launching TrendPy because I had all these connections to influencers and I thought it would make sense for me to kind of start this, you know, business venture when I thought there were problems with the way influencer marketing was currently being done. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about those problems because uh, I've actually just come off of a chat uh, uh, with someone who tried uh, influencer marketing, not with you, but some other company we won't mention. But uh, he he really got stung, and I think it's like a buzzword. But uh, um, yeah, what uh, um, you know, what sort of um, problems are there we need to look out for with influencer marketing? One of the things I, I tend to harp on a lot is uh, follower account is definitely not the most important thing to look for when looking for an influencer. Uh, the example I always give is Kim Kardashian or Kanye West, who are two insanely popular uh, individuals on social media right now. Um, obviously, you know, tens of millions of followers, uh, but granted, they, they charge tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars per post. And you'll get in front of, you know, X number of millions of people which will be great, but those views on your post or your product are not going to be essentially extremely quality. As I personally know a few people who hate Kanye West, but they still follow him just to see if he gets in a fight with anyone or does something stupid on social media. They don't actually care what he's saying or endorsing. So that's essentially just a wasted view right there. Uh, a way to combat this is some of the lower, uh, lesser known influencers who have a much more loyal following, who have, you know, those hundreds of thousands of people who follow them exclusively for them and what they're posting and only care what they post. So when they mention an app or a product, these people are, are hanging on their words. So they're going to go download it immediately or they're going to go to the website and check it out. Whereas, you know, a bigger name influencer is going to charge you a ton because you're going to get in front of so many people but not all those people are actually going to be interested. Whereas the smaller influencers will charge a fraction of a fraction of the price and it will be a much higher percentage of a conversion. 
That's wonderful. And uh, you know, I'd love what I'd love to do is I've got a launch coming up. It's going to be a really awesome app. I'm I'm a big fan of it, and I'd love to walk through with you what you could do for. Uh, you know, I guess me or uh, others that have, you know, a potential app launch, have got a, a, few, a little bit of money, say, um, walk us through then the process of uh, what you do for uh, launching apps. So the first step is usually we like to make sure, um, this is usually in place for most apps, but we like to make sure you're number one for the main title of your app. So if your app is, uh, you know, car jump a game about jumping cars we like to make sure <laughs> when someone searches car jump you're the first thing to come up um we've run into an issue with the past uh in the past rather when we've promoted an app and in the middle of the campaign uh another app s- went above them in in the search for their app name so that was that was obviously a huge problem because now traffic was going to the first app rather than the second app so we like to make sure you're number one and keep you there. Well, well let's talk the about that step. because, sorry, yeah. just while we're, we're on that then, uh, like, so if you've got a unique name for your app, then surely that's okay. Are you talking about uh, someone will see the name of your app and then they'll jump into the app store search and find it that way rather than clicking some kind of link? Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that hence is important. If you are, um, you know, promoting a car jump, I get it now. Uh, that if someone bumps ahead of you, then uh, unless uh, you have something unique in, uh, I, I mean, but surely logos and things would kind of show up or is it just a name that you promote? Yeah, I mean, we promote obviously the app as a whole. We don't just say the name of it, but it's similar to Google. If you search for pizza restaurants, you're going to click on the first Google search that comes up probably. You know, very few people go to the second or third search um, item when the first search is usually the most relevant and what seems to be the most popular at the time. Right. Awesome. Right. So then you were jumping on to step two then. So we've got a unique name or something where we are top for the keyword and then step two. Step two is on our end, we create some in-house creatives. Um, we'll create, you know, five to 10 different creatives. We can send them over to you for approval. Um, typically, you know, we always say your word is, is final, but we like to, we like to strongly advise, strongly advise you to use at least one of our creatives just because, you know, we have been doing this for a while. We have had the experience. We've run tons of campaigns that have flopped tremendously. And we've also had tons that have done phenomenal. So we, we have a little bit of an understanding of what works and what doesn't. So, you know, we essentially just advise you to use one of these creatives, but if you're totally against it, we'll go with what you say. Um, you know, customer's always right type of thing. But <laughs> we, create the, we create the creatives. We heavily advise you to go with one of the creatives we created. And then once that's taken care of, we get working on our end, collecting influencers to promote the app. Great. Okay, so this is your network, and plus, I guess you've broadened your network now since you've been doing this, and and you're get, you're getting relevant influencers. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's it's fairly difficult. Um, we've worked with apps that you know are asking us to promote teenage girls uh, ages eighteen to twenty five in the United States on the East Coast, and if if we're doing this through Twitter, um, which is one of our main social platforms. That's 
very difficult task because a couple reasons. One, Twitter just recently introduced location, so most of Twitter's users are not even on the map. Two, if we're promoting on an account with a million followers, that one million followers is going to be all different people all over the globe, you know, let alone just on the East Coast. So those are two huge hurdles that we kind of encounter. So one thing we do to make up for that is instead of getting you out to two million targeted people, we'll get you to 10 million people. And then of that 10 million, hopefully around, you know, two million is of the segment you're looking for. Right. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. And I guess that really helps uh, those of us in the Appster tribe who have apps that are truly global uh, rather than having something that... Uh, and I found this recently trying to market an app uh, that was um, going to be global, but they were starting off with just London. And it, it, as you say, it can be quite hard because a lot of the platforms are global. So uh, so three steps. That's great. And, uh, and then, um, you know, in a successful campaign, what can uh, the clients expect from uh, from Twitter? Yeah, we, we actually are running a campaign. Uh, we ran a campaign yesterday, and the app is currently trending on the U.S. App Store right now. Um, and that's one thing we kind of like to shoot for, is if we promote your app, you know, once or twice, we get a feel for it. We get the creatives down. We like to be able to say, you know, moving forward, if we spend $3,500, you know, $2,000, $5,000, whatever that price point is for your app, we like to be able to say with almost a 90% confidence that we'll get your app trending the next day. Um, something you know that trending does is obviously it's great for your brand, it's great for your image if you're trying to go raise more money, but you're also getting those downloads from that that just lessen your CPI even more. So if we deliver 5,000 downloads on day one, you go trending on day two and get another 5,000, you know, that's a, essentially doubling your downloads for no cost. So that's one thing we really try and leverage when we do these campaigns is the power of the trending search. Let me just take a moment to thank my two very important sponsors. They are the ones that sponsor this content. So please do make every effort to listen to these messages. First is TopTal. TopTal is a network of the world's best developers and designers. These are people that have been rigorously vetted before they've even been allowed to join the TopTal network. Now what sets TopTal apart is the network of quality talent. At the same time, they have the world's best network of the best developers and designers, and TopTal also have a hands-on matching process that helps ensure that you get connected with the best individuals from their network. Once you begin to work with uh, any individual from TopTal, they'll always back you up with a no-risk trial of up to two weeks in length. And this is where you simply have the opportunity to work with an individual developer or a designer as part of your team. And if you should feel that there is something missing or that TopTal aren't really working, uh, then you can just uh, tell them and they will cover the costs of the developer or designer. So it's a wonderful service. You can try it uh, for this two weeks period and I think you will love it. That's why they sponsor this show and that's why I'm happy to uh, talk about them. And I now encourage you to go to uh, this link. It's toptal.com forward slash pool. toptal.com forward slash pool. Go and check it out. It's highly worth uh, finding the world's best developers and designers in this one place. Thank you very much to Toptal for supporting this episode. 
Gummy Cube. Gummy Cube are dedicated to helping your mobile app find its audience. So for the world's best app store optimization and pulling data that you need from the app stores, then go to gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. Hey, thanks Gummy Cube for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, and I love this because what we've learned on a previous episode is the importance of the first seven days, especially in uh, the Apple App Store, um, because you get a higher rating, a higher weighting on, on the algorithm for downloads, and it sets you up for the future. So I can imagine that a lot of your clients are, are doing this for a particular launch when the app first appears in the App Store. Is, is that right? Yeah, definitely. Um, a funny story about that, we were working with one app once who was, you know, wanted to get ready for the launch. They wanted the first to hit the first seven days really, really hard. But one of their developers accidentally released it early to see if everything, I, I forget the reason he released it early, but just wanted to check something out and then, you know, change change it in release version, you know, 1.0 again. Uh, but with all the relevant fixes, um, the issue with that, however, is you know once you put that initial release out there, <laughs> you can't do it again. So we were we had a scramble uh, when you put that out. We had to do set up a campaign, get the creatives and everything, and do all of that within 24 hours to get the campaign live, so that they could manage to have you know the successful launch that they were looking for. <laughs> the joys of being a marketing agency, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it was brilliant, but... <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just you're a founder, you're running your own company, and you're an influencer. I wondered how you're actually promoting yourself and, um, you know, attracting uh, new uh, startups, because, of course, that's can be quite challenging as well in this very competitive marketplace. So how are you doing it? Definitely. Um, I'm working with a guy by the name of Steve Young, who... Yeah, a good uh, friend of mine. He's uh, running the podcast, yeah, um, App Masters. Yeah, excellent. App Masters, correct. He, um, he's actually helping out with our doing all of our PR and helping you know us do a huge PR push to try and get in front of some relevant uh, tech blogs and email lists and all of that. So he's been hugely, hugely important to you know, helping TrendPy take the next step and you know helping as many startups as possible and obviously with that helping increase our revenues and all of that but um things like that you know people it's people like that that you meet that just kind of fall into you know your inbox one day and say hey you have time for a call and it, it turns out to be one of the more, most valuable relationships that you know i've made since i've been in this industry um, yeah, well, here's a funny story for you then. Uh, I was chatting with uh, my good friend, uh, David Dimin, who's been an ex-guest on this show. And uh, lo and behold, he said, oh, I've had this email from uh, Steve Young and uh, talking about TrendPie. And I'd mentioned you. And uh, yeah, so it does definitely gets out there. And uh, I, I thought it was great because it was just before I was about to have a chat with you. And so, uh, uh, yeah. Um, that, that's, that's really interesting. Uh, you know, bef as we close up, then is that there are um, we've talked about you know the growth hacking that you do. Uh, there are a lot of the apps to tribe listening to this who um, have dreams about running their own startup, um, being a founder. And you know, for you, you've made a transition. Um, is it has it been worth it? You know, all the stress. Would you recommend it? Yeah, I mean, I, I would recommend it to everyone. Um, you know, obviously there's some ups, there's some downs. Sometimes it seems like the, the negatives are outweighing the positives. But, you know, the way I always look at it is 
you always get to wake up and there's a certain excitement when you know you could make you're the decision maker you could change your whole business tomorrow you could change what you're trying to do you could change your mission change your vision all of that and you get to essentially handpick a team of people who share that mission and vision with you and i think that's the most exciting thing i think you know creating the team that we have at trimpi right now is probably my most proud accomplishment because you know, they're all extremely hardworking, critical thinkers, and they really love what they're doing. And I think that's something that I feel really proud of. And that's not a feeling I'd be able to get anywhere else. But, you know, being a founder of my own company, I was able to kind of make the decisions I saw were correct in given circumstances. And they led me to where I am today. And you know, led me to build this team who is phenomenal. I always say they're, you know, one of the best teams in the world. They could teach a kindergartner about our business and the kindergartner would fully grasp it. And that's because they all understand it so well that they can break it down to the most simple, simple analogies and simple comparisons that anyone could understand. And, you know, that's not really something you can get working in a Fortune 500 company or working on Wall Street. But that's something you have to get by, you know, putting in the time, grinding out the hours and just kind of the sweat of being a founder. And it's it's one of the greatest things that you can experience as an entrepreneur, I feel. And I highly recommend people to at least once in their life, you know, go for it. If, you know, it doesn't work out, that's the worst case scenario. It just doesn't work out. But you won't have the regret of not trying to start it. That, that's wonderful. Very inspiring as well. So um, how best can people uh, reach out and connect with you and TrendPi? What's, what's the best way of getting in touch? TrendPi.com. Uh, we have a contact form at the bottom that you know we're very responsive to. Also, we have a phone number, Skype, um, all listed on the website as well. So all our relevant contact information, as well as a contact form for your convenience is at TrendPi.com. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, well, Victor, thanks very much for uh, joining me. I love the, uh, the the kind of disruption that you're causing in the whole world of um, you know pr- promotion and marketing. I mean, we are now moving away from uh, definitely that traditional sort of uh, advertising and and really clever things that you're you're doing. So thank you very much for joining us, talking us through TrendPi, and uh, all the best for the for the future of it. Absolutely, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. TopTal. TopTal is a marketplace for the top developers and top designers. So to get a no-risk trial period of up to two weeks with the top 3% of developers and designers in the world, visit toptal.com forward slash pool. toptal.com forward slash pool. And thank you to TopTal for supporting this episode. GummyCube. GummyCube are dedicated to helping your mobile app find its audience. So for the world's best app store optimization and pulling data that you need from the app stores, then go to GummyCube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, GummyCube.com. Hey, thanks, GummyCube, for sponsoring this episode. So my biggest challenge with this podcast is getting it listened to by as many people as possible and you can help. I really need your help. Please leave me a five-star review in iTunes if you can. Then uh, that helps uh, me climb the charts in iTunes and then uh, it reaches a broader audience. And so if you love this podcast and you've listened to some episodes now, uh, don't delay. I do need your help. You listening right now, 
it's not it's not a case where you think other people will do this and you don't have to bother do something uh, to help me out and uh, leave a five-star review and i will be internally uh, grateful and thank you because then i can reach a broader audience and uh, get the content out there to help more people so uh, go to itunes uh, in your podcasting app or open itunes in your desktop and just go ahead and leave a review for me thank you